Warrior Kids. My name is Pam Palmiter and I am the host of the Warrior Kids podcast. I'm a Mi'kmaq mom and professor who has created this podcast to celebrate everything Indigenous and to help work with Warrior Kids to help make the world a better place. If that sounds like something you'd like to do, then join us here every second Wednesday and learn some really cool things along the way. Today is the start of season three of the Warrior Kids podcast. Yay! I know, I'm so excited too. We have a great season lined up for all of you, and we've also had some changes. That's a little bit of a hint, but I'm going to let you all try to figure out what some of those changes might be. You'll remember in the last episode of season two, we learned about Inuit who live in the northern regions of Canada and in Alaska, which is part of the United States. We also got to hear from Nancy Mike, an Inuit artist, musician, throat singer, nurse, and even an author. She wrote a very special book celebrating Inuit culture called Elisipi and Her Baby Seagull. Now, if you haven't heard that episode yet, then put this episode on pause. Go back and listen to that one first, because you'll get to learn all about the Inuit, the Inuit language of Inuktitut, and other amazing things about Nancy. In that last episode, we heard Nancy read just a small portion of her book in her language of Inuktitut. At the end of the last episode, I made a very special wish that maybe someday we could hear Nancy read the whole book aloud for us. And guess what? My wish actually came true. I know, isn't that amazing? Nancy came back and read her book in her own language of Inuktitut, and then she read it in English. So today's episode is a special extended podcast so that we can hear this special story in both languages. And here's how it went. Quay, welcome back, warrior kids. Guess who we have with us today? We have Nancy Mike. You'll remember her. She was the Inuit artist and musician and community activist and book author that we heard from in the last season, uh, the very last episode of season two. And she read just a small little clip in Inuktitut, her own Inuit language, so that everybody could hear what Inuktitut sounds like. Well, all of you sent me so many messages uh, wanting to hear the whole book that I thought, what is the best thing that I could do for my season three opener? And that was to talk to Nancy Mike. And she agreed to come here and read the whole book in Inuktitut and then read the whole book in English just for all of our warrior kids and our warrior families and our warrior teachers. So I'm so excited to have you here today, Nancy. Thank you for having me. We're really excited because your book is just so amazing. And we know from our last podcast that this book is actually uh, based on your own childhood experiences, which makes it so much more exciting to hear about. And we at Warrior Kids Podcast, we care very much about education for action and learning all about different Indigenous cultures, including Inuit cultures. And that's why we try to learn a little bit of Inuit language and Mi'kmaq language and Cree language and everybody that we talk about on this podcast. So we're wondering, because Inuktitut is such an amazing language and it's so important that we keep this language, would you be able to read your story in full length in Inuktitut for us? 
Yeah, of course. Hi, Warrior Kids. And thank you for being interested in hearing the whole story of my book, Ilisati Nauyarang Aluh. So I will read to you in, in my language, Inuktitut. Uh, Ilisapi Nauyarangalu is a book I wrote uh, in 2017. And so here, here we go. I'll start now. Ilisapi, Huveria Hamarillo, to Umer to Hatikariamik, Atatanganik Levi Mik, Umer to Rertore Matik, Aoyakud Levi, Nanisibalo, to Uma Yokotisanik Timiani, Aoyo Tilugu Ilisapi, Sitamau Yungi Gartunik, Ukil Hartilu Atatanga. Now, now kang in naktualo kami iluitu tilugi kanayut iwalaw tangi ilisapi kamalawto nerikaw matnawyara kotinga now pero palalawto pero tuin nalawto ni pero tumagayuloni kakotanik isoktanilo sulutalawto au pawyutunilo isigayara kotuni ilisapi anialo Jimmy tininimo palawto Kitutugo <laughs> Now, Kautaman 
Thank you so much, Nancy. That was so beautiful. And even though I don't speak Anuttitut, all of the pictures also help tell the story about what's happening. And you can really feel some of the emotion in those pictures. The way I say thank you in my language, which is the Mi'kmaq language, is Walalan. How would I say thank you to you in your Inuktitut language? Thank you in Inuktitut is Koyanamik. Koyanamik. Is that close? Koyanamik? Mm -hmm. That's very good. Yeah. Koyanamik, Nancy, for reading that in Inuktitut for us. I'm wondering if you could also read it to us in English. For sure, I can. Ilisapi loved to go boating with her dad, Levi. Whenever they went out during the summertime, Levi found baby birds. One summer, when Ilisapi was seven years old, her dad brought home a baby seagull. Ilisapi named her seagull Nauyarak, but called her Nau for short. Nau was a pretty small, gray-spotted bird. Ilisapi fell in love with Nau from the moment her father brought the bird home. For the first week, Nao lived in Elisapi's house in a cardboard box. Nao was always hungry. Levi taught Elisapi which foods Nao could eat. She fed Nao sculpins, seal fat, whale blubber, and even small krill. Nao, being hungry all the time, swallowed sculpins whole with her yellow beak. Elisapi was impressed. Now grew and grew and grew. She grew white, gray, and feathers and had pink, webbed feet. 
Elisabi and her brother Jimmy went to the shore together during low tide. At low tide, it was easy to hop from one rock to another. There they gathered sculpins and krill for now to eat. They made sure to watch carefully for the tide so they would be safe. Once Nell got too big to live in the cardboard box, she lived on, on top of the family's shed. Elisabi fed her just as her father had taught her. She even took Nell down the street to show her friends her pretty pet bird, and she and her friends chased Nell around and watched her swim in the ponds nearby. Nell was loved by Elisabi. She taught Elisabi how to care, how to feed an animal, and how to have patience. Each day after school, Elisabi came home and rushed to find Nao. She fed Nao and hugged her and brought her out to play. As the days passed, Nao grew and grew and grew some more. One night, Elisabi asked her father, How will, how will Nao ever learn to fly? Levi replied, if you throw her into the air towards those northern lights and stars, she will fly. Elisabi was afraid to throw her pet seagull, but knowing that her father spent most days on the land and knew about many animals, she believed he was right. Now was about the size of a football and was quite heavy. Elisabi picked her up and held her for a moment. Then gathering her strength, she threw Nao high into the air, aiming for the northern lights and stars. Nao fluttered her wings, but did not fly. She landed on the tundra, looking excited and scared at the same time. On the second try, Elisabi threw Nao even higher. Wow! Elisabi screamed as Nao flapped her wings and glided a little bit in the air. But Nao soon landed right back on the tundra. On the third try, Elisabi was no longer scared. She was so excited for now to finally fly. Elisabi threw now once again. A gust of wind whipped against Elisabi's face, but she soon realized it was actually now's large wings flapping in the air. Now was flying. Elisabi looked up at now with excitement. She was finally flying. She quickly flapped her wings and climbed high into the air, gliding on the wind. Elisabi started to feel worried that Nao might never return. But when Nao flew right above Elisabi and returned to the top of their shed, Elisabi was relieved. After that first flight, Nao often flew around town, mixing with the other seagulls by the shoreline. Elisabi thought, how will I know which bird is mine when there are so many other seagulls? Then she had an idea. Elisabi found a pretty pink shiny ribbon in her mom's sewing box and tied a beautiful bow on Nao's foot. Elisabi smiled and said to Jimmy, Nao will know where she is wherever she goes. Sure enough, when Elisabi saw seagulls, Flying along the shoreline, she knew exactly where Nao was. She watched while Nao hunted for krill and sculpins on her own. Sometimes Nao even played with other seagulls. 
Now as one brave seagull, she traveled all over town and returned each night to Elisabeth's shed. One day, Elisabeth became home from school and now was not on top of the shed. Where could my beautiful bird be? Elisabeth thought. The next day, Nau still had not returned to the shed. After a few more days, Elisabeth knew that Nau was not coming back. Mom! Elisabeth cried to her mother. Nau is gone! Elisabeth's mom gave her a big hug and a kunik. Elisabeth, sometimes you have to learn to let things go, she said. Now will always be a beautiful spirit. She taught you many things, but she could not stay on our shed forever. Elisabeth wiped her tears and went back outside to play. After that day, whenever Elisabeth watched the seagulls on the shoreline, she quietly hoped to see a small pink bow tied to one of the bird's feet. She often gazed into the distance of the land and the sky, watching the beautiful seagulls and hearing them enjoy the fresh, cold Arctic air. As she watched, she remembered now and her beautiful spirit. And that's the end. Thank you. That's so beautiful, Nancy. It's sad, but it's happy all at the same time. And you must have learned so much from your baby seagull. Mm -hmm, for sure I did lots of good things and you know learning to let go of what you truly love is is a skill that everyone must have and it's important well it's a good story that'll help teach other kids the very same thing so I'm going to try saying thank you Walalan in your language again and tell me if I'm close Kuanamik Kuanamik Oh, well, thank you so much for taking the time to read it in your Inuit language of Inutitut and also in English for all of the warrior kids, families, and teachers that are out there learning online right now. And we'll do our best to encourage everybody to share this book and make sure that libraries have it so that warrior kids all over the place can learn about the importance of the lessons that you shared in your book about Inuit language, Inuktitut, and all of those important messages that you shared in your book. Thank you so much, Walalan, and Kuanamik. Kuyanamik, warrior kids, and Kuyanamik, Pam. Wasn't that such a beautiful story? I just loved hearing it in both languages. Now, don't forget to send us your writings, paintings, drawings, blogs, and poems. Your parents or teachers can help contact us from our website on www.warriorkidspodcast.com or they can email us directly at warriorkidspodcast at hotmail.com. Thank you all for listening, learning, and acting. Till next time, later gators.